Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, Matt Donald here. I don't know why I say that at the beginning of each one of these. You guys know who I am. I'm Matt Donald, man. <laughs> Anyways, I got a Patreon. You know all this stuff. Everyone has a Patreon. Everyone has a Patreon. This is a capitalist society we all live in. At patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. There you can find bonus content for the Ritwit and Paleobites. Guess what? There's actually other bonus content for the Ritwit now. I'm not a slacker anymore. Yay! For Paleobites, we talk about pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about Zoo Tycoon. Ah, uh, the original game had no dinosaurs or prehistoric animals, but the expansion pack Dinosaur Digs did. And we talk about that, as well as the other expansion pack, Marine Mania, and the franchise as a whole. It's great. A lot of nostalgic memories of that game. Uh, link is in the description for where you can get to the Patreon. Uh, thank you for your support. Have a wonderful day. Wonderful day. I don't know why I said that so creepy-like there. Also, here in America, it's election day today, so if you haven't voted already, vote! Your vote is important. And I'm saying this even though this is a probably a podcast you try to use to escape politics with, but voting is important. They wouldn't be trying to suppress your vote so much if it wasn't important. So go vote. It's only our democracy at stake. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast more awkward than the teeth of Masiakasaurus. And if you get that joke, congratulations, you're one of us! <laughs> <laughs> My name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I'm a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, I'm joined by, uh, let's see, a famed adventurer, a famed chef. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. A famed... Uh, I'm just a ex- general jack-of-all-trades. Yeah, the, the best... I made this joke last time, but the Mario. <laughs> nah, no, that's an insult. I'm sorry. <laughs> Natasha Crack, how are you? Oh, doing quite well. Ah, uh, how are you? It's a good day. It's a good day. Everything. It every... is a good day. Yeah. Even though half our state is on fire. Right. Again. And then most of it, the re- of California is on fire. And oh, yeah, there's Again. a pandemic going on. Maybe it's not a good day. <laughs> Maybe, but we're trying. Uh, my sister, actually, she works uh, at the treatment facilities, and she's one of the scientists on one of the teams working on the, the vaccine. Oh, wow. Beforehand, she told me that there could be a vaccine by January. Now she thinks it could be here by November. I keep hearing all kinds of dates. I've heard 2021. Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason why it's sooner now is because... It's. Uh, they found out that it's, a, it's similar to a lot of other coronaviruses, well, like, and so it sense. reacts to proteins in a similar way. They had theories about it that turned out to be right. So there are some pre-existing vaccines they can just modify a little. So. Ah, 
So, so they're going off a working hypothesis. Yeah, exactly. So that'd be cool. Uh, I don't know why I'm bringing this up. Who knows if this comes out in November. This episode comes out in November, so it could be out already. Hey, why not? <laughs> yeah, maybe everything's back to normal. No, even if the vaccine's it, out in November. It's going to be a few years before everything's fully back to normal. Yeah. But we're going to try. Yes, indeed. Uh, and one uh, way we can get back to normal is cooking. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to talk to you about this, but that was my <laughs> lame attempt at a segue. All right, so I've been watching a lot of Chopped, and here's my dinosaur lake question for you. You have these ingredients. <laughs> you have... Protoceratops eggs. They're about this big. They're about like the size of a... Oh, so about the size of an ostrich egg. Ostrich egg. You have cycad leaves and you have oregano. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just throwing out a random thing. Chopped always throws out these. What do you make? (laughs) Well, with that egg alone, you're feeding a dozen people. So you can make some pretty good scrambled eggs. You can make some pretty hearty omelets. I'm not entirely sure what cycad leaves are offhand. Uh, let's just say they're uh, they're just like these big kind of fern leaves. Okay. Well, it all depends on the flavor profile they offer. Yeah, I know. We don't know the flavor, so let's just assume they're like giant lettuce. So how about we treat them like spinach? Because okay. then you can treat them mm-hmm. with so many different things. The oregano, you pull in a balsamic, maybe a bit of raspberry, or yeah. some other prehistoric equivalent. Okay, okay. Why uh, not? Yeah. I've been watching also a bit of Hell's Kitchen lately. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Now, mind you, occasionally I like that drama and hearing Ramsey go off on people. What making... are you, an idiot sandwich? I've seen that gif a lot. <laughs> I haven't seen that episode yet, but I've seen him rip people new ones over the slightest thing. <laughs> yeah. Entertainment at its finest. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, that show sounds like it would make me just antsy. I, I, I like Chopped. I, Chopped also makes me kind of antsy, but it's like, I'm... no, I don't want him to go. I, I mean... Want to... Chopped used to be a thing where my dad and I would watch it um, because of our schedules. We just haven't. But him and I would sit sometimes at night and watch it, and we would discuss different ideas for the bat <laughs> crazy ingredients. And yes, they were batch. <laughs> Chopped, we love you, but you're batch. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I watched this one. It was like there was a dessert, and one of the some of the ingredients were chicken skin. Okay. And sweet potato ice cream, which I didn't even know was a thing. Sweet potato lends itself really well to a lot of things, both sweet and savory. And then, like, I think was, like, some sort of fruit. I forgot which one it was. but Okay. They've been known to pull some crazy fruits out. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, no, it makes me kind of interested in cooking. Like, I, I know you've tried to teach me how to cook before, and I think I realized, because I like the science of cooking, so I think one of the ways that I could really get into cooking is not by learning recipes and mm-hmm. and. You know, trying to be like, okay, I can fix this every time. I want to learn how ingredients, and then once I know how it each what how it works and what each one brings to a table, I could work with that to make my own stuff. Food science is a legitimate field. Yeah, exactly. It, and it I does like fall within the culinary arts, but it's a legitimate field. And well, that's it's, it's what like they chemistry. You know, these these things work with this, and these things it react with this, and this thing. Yeah, it very very much is chemistry. Different yeah. scents play differently off your palate in different ways. Um, you you got to know your balance between acidity and right all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, uh, I I I uh, especially watching Chopped, I learned like I don't need to like go out and buy a lot of fancy ingredients. You can use no. whatever you have. Like you I have a lot of Rice Krispies at home. I could use that as like a breading. Why not? <laughs> like, Why not for send some it, chicken? You know, send it through the food food processor or a yeah. blender. Yeah, exactly. Blitz it up real good. You might have to balance out the sweet with a little salt. Yeah, but there's exactly. There's a lot of ways to do that. Right, 
Anyways, what were we talking about this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about uh, nothing that has anything to do with any of this. Well, we're, we're I t- suppose our bunny trails kind of work in this case, because okay. what was Mother Nature thinking with this animal? Yes, hallucigenia. Uh, technically, it's just named after hallucigen, but I have the name meaning here as the dreamlike one. Which well, is kind that of, makes sense kind when you're talking about hallucinogenics. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, there could be some crazy side effects from what I've read. I've never <laughs> tried them, but I've Yeah, I'd be too afraid some. to try them. I, I don't want to... I don't want to look up and then see the ceiling with eyes talking to me. <laughs> I don't want to taste my thoughts. <laughs> I don't want... Well, Mother Nature must have had some effect like this when she created this one. Right, I just I just don't want to... I just don't want to touch something and be like, that feels like the color purple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how drugs work. <laughs> I don't either, but I've read enough, and I've watched enough television. Yeah. I've seen Constantine go on some pretty crazy trips. <laughs> that's true. And we've all seen Doctor Strange. So. Yeah, that's as close as I want to get. I made the mistake of seeing that in IMAX on opening night. Is it IMAX 3D, too? Yeah. <laughs> IMAX 3D. Um... Say the least, my head was spinning for about an hour after I left the theater. Uh, and the sequels that's coming out is, did you see it's going to be directed by Sam Raimi? Ooh, that could get interesting. So it could get even more trippy. Could get trippy. I mean, he, you know, he did the old Spider-Man movies, but he also has done a lot of horror in the past, too. Oh, so. that could take some interesting directions. But yeah. nonetheless, the real question about Doctor Strange is, what did they give those CG artists to create those trippy effects? Okay, here's what they did. They gave them some pipes, and they stuffed some hallucinogenia <laughs> in them, and they smoked the, the weird, mucusy kind of slimy remains of this Cambrian creature. And what is this Cambrian creature, you might ask? It's a, uh, we, We're not sure, but we think it's like a Xenucid, which is a subset of worms in the lineage of on- Onychophora, also known as the Velvet Worms. Okay, and the Velvet Worms are still alive today. Yes, Just I figured you'd know like some. Of th- I figured you know the Velvet Worms. Well, at one point, I did want to be a marine biologist. <laughs> for for Back a second, in childhood. For a second, I thought you were going to say, at one point, I did want to be a Velvet Worm. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 thank you. No brain cells. Yes, indeed. Uh, size 0.2 to 2.2 inches long, or 0.5 to 5.5 centimeters. Teeny tiny. Teeny little thing. Yeah. That somehow got preserved in a fossil record. Uh, diet, uh, we, it's hard to tell, but we're thinking, based if it's like a velvet worm, it's probably a carnivore. Probably, and probably fed on plankton, mostly. Yes. Uh, time, mid-Cambrian, 521 to 510 million years ago. Okay. So pretty early. I pretty early on. Yeah. Mother Nature was still experimenting. Yeah, I actually think I, I think uh, Ar- Ar- not Arthropod Anomalocarus, which we've done before. I think that actually is a little bit earlier. So this okay. is not the oldest creature on the show. Yeah. No, certainly not. And it won't certainly won't ever be the oldest. I want to do an episode on Luca, the last universal common ancestor. <laughs> now that would be interesting. It's not an animal. It's it's like the last common ancestor of literally all life on Earth. So including animals, plants, bacteria. Fungi, and we—it's—it's it's more of a theoretical animal. We don't have any at- fossils for it. No, and we but, probably won't but, ever find them. Yeah, but it's like—it's like oh, it probably takes place around this time, like several, like three or four billion years ago. Well, in that case, I suggest you find an evolutionary biologist to get on this show. Well, actually, um, I was going to get my sister, who has doing the, who is doing the, the treatment for the vaccine. Because she's a biologist. Nice. Yeah, and she she works with chemistry, so she'd know about it, and she likes that kind of stuff. So I was thinking about getting her on. That could get interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, uh, where was I? 
Uh, location, articulated fossils have been found in Canada and China, while isolated spines have been found all over the world. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So this was a worldwide creature. Yeah. <laughs> Described in 1977. I guess that makes sense. It kind of looks like a Star Wars creature. <laughs> <laughs> well, and people were doing weird shit during the 70s. Let's be perfectly honest. Indeed. Uh, heads I've up. talked to some people who lived through the 70s. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Heads up. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll keep some of, a lot of these in, but I, I do try to limit the use oh, of I, the word shit. So. I apologize. That's I've okay. got a bit of a mouth okay. on me. That's okay. That's okay. No, no, no. I'll keep those in because I've left a few in, but I just, I, I want because I know the kids are probably going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I, I, I allow a lot of curse words like ass is fine for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, actually, one episode. Maybe I'll leave it in. Maybe I'll leave all this in so you can hear about it. But uh, one episode, we were talking about uh, uh, British swear words, and we both talked about how, even though this is really inappropriate, we really like the word wanker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. I like that one, too. It's clever. Let me take your head off, you bloody wanker. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, no, no. There's some British... (laughs) uh, ...that are very clever. Um... I, I've only been caught on one or two of them, but one that I will use under my breath a lot is bollocks. Bollocks! I love bollocks! <laughs> Thank you, John Constantine! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, pop culture appearances. Uh, None. I, I, actually, there's one. Oh. Um, a Canadian band named Lois of the Low released an album called Hallucigenia in 1994. Interesting. So that's neat. It's actually their only album. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, it's their only album they sold. They probably had did a lot of other. Yeah, uh, we'd have to find some Canadians and ask them. Yeah. Hey, any Canadian audience, fill us in. Yeah, the way I found this is like I went to Wikipedia and I searched Hallucigenia, and it said this animal, this article is about the the fossilized animal. If you're looking for the for the album, see Hallucinogenia album. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it too. Uh, here's a creature that scientists had no idea what to do with when it was first discovered, as reflected by its genus name. When first reconstructed, paleontologists accidentally had it upside down and back to front, which, to be fair, this thing is oddly symmetrical in multiple directions. So, yeah, it's hard we'll to tell. Yeah, we'll cut some slack there. Yeah. Uh, like, what is this thing? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> well, if even the scientists aren't sure, we should probably be worried. <laughs> some, like I said, some believe it to be an early ancestor of velvet worms, while some others believe it to be just distantly related, and still others actually believe it to be more closely related to arthropods. Interesting. Unfortunately, the squishy stuff doesn't preserve very well. Yeah, so we don't know if it's an exoskeleton or a soft shell or, like, 
Yeah, like, yeah. or like, I don't know. There's a lot, a wide range of lineages this creature could have belonged to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to think it was. I mean, it I was, would make a lot of logical sense for it to come from a family of worms of some kind. Are sea urchins animals? They uh, are. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, maybe this is like an early They're sea urchin. They're a crustacean. They're a crustacean? I didn't know uh, that. Yes, sea urchins are a crustacean. They're a Whoa. shellfish. Whoa! I thought they were like kind of related to coral. No, coral's its own special family. Coral and jellyfish are closely related, I yes. think. Yes, yes, uh, okay. Um, okay, well then maybe the, Okay, well if this is kind of an arthropod Maybe it's like a relative of sea urchins I don't know, it's got the spines for it Just need to develop a bit more <laughs> Could be Do sea urchins move then? They do oh, They wow. do actually have little feet on their underbodies They're Ugh. little tube feet like starfish Oh, cool So, cool and creepy That is creepy I don't <laughs> like Those things, like I've gone scuba diving before And just looking around just like Ah, oh, there's a sea urchin I just don't want to poke it, you know Oh, some sea urchins are venomous Yes, no, I've heard. So, and they look like, and they just kind of sneak up on you because they're like, "Oh, there's a big one." <laughs> and, yep. And yeah, they're, they're it's like it's like landmines or sea. They mines, are I biological landmines. Yeah. To steal a term from Brave Wilderness. Oh, cool. Uh, but uh, so this hallucinogenia, the head, wherever it may be, is elongated with two simple eyes and a mouth with radial teeth, like a mini sarlacc pit. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, oh god, far. Pharynge- pharyngeal teeth. Pharyngeal. Have you look at this word? Do you see it down there? Let me see. That, that, that. Being so professional, checking it here on yes, air. Yes, of course, of course. It's a very casual show. Do you see it there? It's like in the middle of the screen. I think you scrolled down. That's. It just. Oh yes, I see it. I think that's as close a pronunciation as you're going to get. Pharyngeal. Uh, pharyngeal. Pharyngeal teeth within the front of the gut. That's way more teeth and way more spikes than one might expect from such a simple worm-like organism. Maybe this thing was pure evil. Ah, could be. <laughs> uh, maybe it was black and those simple <laughs> eyes glowed bright red. <laughs> it would fit with all the spines and teeth and other pointy things. <laughs> Uh, or it was incredibly brightly colored, and there's a possibility it could have had an early venom, too. Yeah, exactly, and the brightly colored is warm predators to stay away. Uh-huh. Uh, n- new fossils found near 2002 suggest that hallucinogenia might have had sexual dimorphism. Interesting. With uh, one form having a robust neck and globular head, while other having a thinner, smaller head. But then again, my theory is that the former spe- specimen was just more well-off. <laughs> <laughs> just... Or they could even have two different species. Yeah, exactly. But... Uh, we can't uh, dismiss dimorphism. Yeah, exactly. Who knows, really? Uh, some people even suggest that the hollow tube present within each of those tentacles, like each of the spines, uh, represented an additional mouth. Mother Nature, what were you smoking? Yeah, well, caterpillars are like that, too, I've heard. They have little mouths at the side. I haven't I, heard that one, but I well, don't, okay. I'm not going to dismiss I'm it by any means. I'm basing this off of like uh, a meme that talks about what, like how humans are good for wearing masks Compared to other animals, and it showed a bunch of other animals with masks, and like, and how it'd be difficult. <laughs> and it had like the elephant, <laughs> the dog, uh, the whale has to have two masks: one for the front, one for the blowhole. <laughs> Dear internet, why? And then it had a caterpillar, and it had a mask lining each section of its body. And it said, "Yes, caterpillars breathe through their sides. Look it up." I will have to look that up. Uh, yeah. I'm not surprised. The insect world in and of itself is insane. Yes, yes. I hate insects. I hate 
so much. <laughs> and then you're talking to the doofus who volunteered. Yeah, you were at a butterfly pavilion. You yes, love insects. Yes, the butterfly pavilion. That's actually what got me over my fear of spiders. Yes, yeah. You and I are alike in some ways, but this is not one of those ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I have my lines with insects. I don't like centipedes. Uh, yeah. Uh, centipedes. <laughs> uh, anyways, another theory about... Uh, about hallucinogenia that's real freaky is that it wasn't actually its own creature but merely a part of a bigger creature we still haven't discovered. Well, that's possible. I mean, the Portuguese man of war jellyfish isn't a jellyfish. Yeah, it's like it's a cyanophore or whatever. So, uh, something like that. It's like it's a cre- it's like made a colony of little polyps that yes. form one organism. Yeah, kind yes. of. Yes. Uh, so, why not? Well, uh, this has happened before. As Anomalocaris, uh, which we've talked about before and done an episode on before, uh, was initially identified as three separate creatures before it was realized it was one enormous creature, or at least enormous for the time. Ah. So maybe hallucinogenia is just the end of one tentacle of some monstrous Cambrian behemoth, <laughs> like a whole two or three feet long. I mean, again, why not? Without further evidence, it's an idea. Yeah. And we can't dismiss it. Yeah, just some crazy monstrous kraken that terrorizes ocean domain. God, I hate this thing. It's way too freaky. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but yeah, no, hallucinogenia, it's... it's uh, up there with Helicoprian and other creatures I can't think of right now where it's just like, Nature, what were you thinking? What drugs were you on? <laughs> yes, what drugs were you on with half these creatures that you came up with? Especially the ocean-going ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, what's the weirdest land creature? Honestly, it's probably one of the elephant uh, ancestors. The oh, yeah, the one with the scoop, the scoop the trunk? S- I forgot yeah. what that one's called, but yes... <laughs> Its name is escaping me, but I can mentally picture it. Yeah, the one with the, 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 like a tr- its trunk and tusks are kind of merged together in like a scoop thing yeah. that looks like a big duck bill. Yeah, I've heard the nickname Shovel Tusker aside Yeah. <laughs> that that one was pretty strange. It was. It was. Uh, all right, so we're at everyone's favorite part of the show. Maybe, I don't know, we're right the animal one out of 65 million. Uh, for sheer WTF factor... <laughs> Uh, I think this that gets an extra thirty points e- million easily, but I don't know. I don't like it. I'll, it's too freaky. Thirty-one million for me. <laughs> what about you? Just for the sheer WTF factor, I have to give it a thirty-five million. Oh wow! It's hilarious. It, it's one of those oddball unknowns that you just gotta find out more about. Well, I think this this was like right at the Cambrian explosion, so life just exploded in all these myriad of forms. So this was still life's experimental phase, where it's like what works and what doesn't, you know? Uh, You could argue that life is still doing that, although it's got some things down pretty darn good. Yeah, that's true, but I guess with the Cambrian explosion, there was no template back yet, so... This is also very true. So they're like... Let's uh, do something like this. <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I need to listen to that. I should have, for homework, listened to that album <laughs> by, <laughs> by the Canadian band. All right. Well, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at Matt D at MatthewDonaldCreator.com. You can follow me on social media at MatthewDonaldCreator on Facebook, at MatthewDon64 on Twitter, and MatthewDon64 on Instagram. Uh, I have a book series. On, I'm doing this out of order, but who cares? It's hallucinogenia. I don't know. Uh, but if you, I have a book series on Am- Amazon called Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. You did the illustrations. Great stuff. Great stuff all around. It, both the book and the, the illustrations have gotten rave reviews. Uh, and I, I also have another podcast called The Rit Wits, where two twits talk about writing. It's writing. It's a fun sort of thing. It's a good podcast. We're new, we've passed 100 episodes at this point, so 
that's crazy. 100 episodes, man. <laughs> <laughs> for this episode, for Paleobites, the 100th episode is going to be T-Rex, of course. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fitting. And I'm going to try to get as many uh, co-hosts as I can. Like, not just limited to one like normal. I want to have, like, a whole group discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun. So I hope that the 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 pandemic is over by that point so I can get a bunch of people in a room. <laughs> oh, maybe we can live stream that one. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. All right, well, that's it for this week. As I say at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites, uh... <laughs> I'm on drugs. <laughs> Oh, I'm so high, man. <laughs> you want to go get some Zaz? <laughs> some cheese Zaz? Some Taco Bell, man? Yeah, some Chiba Hut, man. <laughs> ah. All right. Until next time, folks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.